0: superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts and eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome in, everybody, to Fantasy Pros. This is the Fantasy Football Podcast. It is me, Joey P., Joe P. Zapia, and it's Monday. You know what that means. It's time to get back to the waiver wire for week three in the NFL. Can you imagine? We're here already. I know we got a couple Monday night games left to play, so I'm sure some more waiver wire news will be breaking, but that's okay, because we'll be here Tuesday on the live stream on our YouTube channel as well to help us break down the guys that are available, who to pick up, who to drop. Of course, Pat Fitzmorris is back yet again with us, and Andrew Erickson stepping in to help us find some names to roster this week, and we've got a lot, but speaking of things we've got, we've got a new sponsor on the show today, which is really exciting. Uh, our new sponsor, of course, is Puka Juice. Take a look on it right here. There it is, Puka Juice. Thanks to Pat Fitzmorris, an amazing moment last week on the show. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, you can see if you are thirsty for receptions <laughs> and fantasy points, try Puka Juice. This is your target. Whenever you're looking to target that thirst quench that you have, <laughs> uh, it's delicious. I've been drinking it all week. Uh, Pat, uh, you've got to be really pleased. Uh, let's talk about Puka Nacool. While well, I have a little of the Puka Juice myself here, that again, Pat Fitzmorris endorses the Puka Juice. I'm gonna drink the Puka Juice. It's delicious.
1: Oh man, and it comes in a pouch. I haven't had a juice pouch yeah, since it's grade Yeah, it's a pouch.
0: See, Puka knows what he's doing. Puka puts the juice in the pouch. He says, here, take this with you on the go. It's so good. Certainly from a fantasy perspective, it was pretty good, Pat. Uh, we're looking up here, what was it, like 25 receptions, 260-plus yards here in, uh, in a couple of weeks. That's not too shabby, eh?
1: <laughs> I know. Not bad at all, Joe. And unfortunately, there's no Puka juice for us to hawk on the show this week. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, if only the Rams had some other wide receiver who was worthy of our fab dollars – Oh, wait, maybe they do.
0: <laughs> yeah, they might have a running back, too, that is already highly rostered. But apparently uh, Cam Akers and Sean McVeigh in the month of September, Andrew Erickson, the saga continues. Uh, so we're going to have to go to that. Erickson, what did you think of that news when that broke yesterday?
2: I mean, fool me once, shame on me. I don't know. What do you want me to do? Like, it's one of those things where it's it's like you could have seen this coming from a mile away and it's like. I wanted to believe, and then I started to kind of get, you know, a little bit shaky on Akers as Kyron Williams wasn't also playing in the preseason. So I was like, all right, maybe I should back off a little bit of Cam Akers. So I didn't have as much of Cam Akers exposure as I probably had in the middle of the off season. So I'm glad I backed off a little bit, but it's just an unfortunate situation. You know, it, it seems like he, they just have this beef that we don't know i hope that cam Akers write something in the players tribune that we can read and we can figure out like what happened i think like, i just <laughs> want to know at this point like please just tell me what he did like what caused the disconnect because there have been really great highs with cam Akers and sean McVay, and then there's just like bottom lows where it's like one minute he's gonna get 25 carries in a game and the next he's on the trade block and is inactive i just don't even cam Akers tweeted out he's like i don't know guys like I don't know what to tell you, so like maybe he doesn't know. I don't know, but let's let's see him get on a different team, just get another opportunity, just so we can <sighs> use him.
0: Well, let's see who can use uh, this week in the waiver wire. Uh, last week, obviously, some expensive guys. We talked about Gus Edwards; he came through. Uh, that was a positive. Puka, obviously, very expensive. The Puka juice was not cheap. Let me tell you, this this just this one pouch, Pat. <laughs> this was like forty nine fab dollars. This cost. It was My a God. lot to just get this pouch.
1: It's, it's the Dom of juice, Joe. I it know, really man. is.
0: It's the Cristal of uh, snack pack stuff. But this week, we're going to go right back to that waiver wire because we might have a running back trending in the right direction. Our sleeper waiver wire pick up of the week. Roshan Johnson, he is rostered in 51% of leagues right now. That number is climbing. Deonta Foreman was a, a healthy scratch this week. Now, I know the Bears are 0-2, and they do not look good. But Pat Fitzmaurice, I think we got to start here with Roshan because... We were saying in the offseason, this seems like the most talented back in this backfield. Over time, he's going to win out. But it seems like maybe that, that win might be looking sooner, like it's going to be end of September, maybe not end of October. I understand the bear situation is fluid. It's still kind of weird. Khalil Herbert, still the lead guy, theoretically. But in your opinion, with him available in half of leagues, should people be aggressive on Roshan Johnson this week?
1: I think so, Joe. It seemed like this was going to be a murky three-way backfield all year, but now they apparently have soured on Deontay Foreman, and I think Roshan's skill set sort of um, takes away the need for them to have Foreman. Like, Roshan Mm -hmm. can do everything Foreman can do, and he's a lot better in the passing game. Foreman's just a a complete non-entity as a pass catcher. Um, Now, they still used Khalil Herbert a lot yesterday, but the Bears' offense just isn't working. So maybe they need to uh, change their identity a little bit. And maybe that means like aggressively using Roshan in the running game a little bit more. Because I I think there's just too much on Fields' plate right now. And I'm not making excuses for Justin Fields. He's been pretty horrible so far. Yeah, um, don't throw screen
0: passes on your own five-yard line at the end of the game. Don't do that. You know, that's a bad look.
1: Yeah, this team just, they need like an (laughs) in-season offensive makeover. And I wonder if Roshan Johnson might be a big part of that.
0: Erickson, uh, in terms of fab, is Roshan somebody you're going to be aggressive on? Like, what kind of percentage would you be looking at? Because to Pat's point, they need a new identity. Roshan could be that guy. Uh, and certainly the nothing's working right now. So you might as well try to find something else that might be able to work. Is Roshan that piece that could change things for the Bears offense?
2: I mean, I just think that the ground game in general, like... I know that everyone wants to just put Roshan as RB1, but, like, Khalil Herbert has been just as good. Like, he's been fine. Like, what, what is he supposed to do? He got seven carries. Like, what is he supposed to do? He had 35 rushing yards. Like, that's a pretty good yards per carry. Rush for three first downs. Like, they need to run the ball more overall. So, yeah, I think Roshan is still, like, I definitely want him have have on my bench, but... Uh, unless Khalil Herbert gets hurt, like I still don't see Roshan just becoming RB1. He's going to get 20 touches per game. Like I like Roshan as a prospect, but I am not writing off Khalil Herbert as a super explosive rusher that is still not getting enough volume. Like he's really not. Like even last year when he was starting games over David Montgomery, like he was more productive, but he's not getting enough touches either. So I need to dial back the passing game, the pass attempts, and get back to running the football if this Bears offense is going to have any type of success moving the ball so for me Roshan's probably more in that 10% range I do like him having on my bench but he's still the backup running back on the Bears offense like don't get that don't get that twisted like that's a thing and that's how encouraging is that for fantasy football like maybe not that great unless Herbert gets hurt
0: all right so you're a 10% what fab are you at for Roshan Fitz
1: I'm a little higher. I'm at like 16%. And, you know, in our weekly waiver article, we recommend three different bids for people on players. We have a true value bid. And I think the true value of Roshan is probably about where Erickson has him at 10%. But um, I just don't think 10% is going to win him. In most leagues. Right. So if then we have sort of a desperate need bid. like if you really need help at running back, uh, what would you bid? And I think for Roshan, like it's the desperate need is maybe closer to 20 or at least upper teens uh, for percent of your fab. And then we also have like, you know, the low ball bid where you're just throwing something out there and, and maybe. You can get them, but you're really not expecting to. So uh, for for that, you know, maybe if you throw out a $6 bed, I don't, I don't think anyone's going to be asleep on Roshan at this point. But um, yeah, so for me, I'm at about
0: 16%. Okay, about 16 there for Pat, 10 for Erickson when it comes to Roshan. So once again, look at the circumstances of your team and what your needs are and try to figure that out how to bid for your specific rosters. Now, one guy that we know is already rostered everywhere is Tyree Kill, and we told everybody we were giving away that jersey this past week from bettingpros.com, and we are today the big winner, Seth Batista. Congratulations, Seth. Take a victory lap. You are the winner. Get in touch with us. Over on customer support agents at mailbag at fantasypros.com. Again, that's mailbag at fantasypros.com with your mailing address and proof of your subscription to the fantasy pros YouTube channel. And we will get that jersey shipped out to you. Again, Seth Batista, congratulations. You're the big winner. Hit us up, mailbag at fantasypros.com. Also, we got a new jersey coming your way. So from one big dog wide receiver to another, coming off a really good game at week two. How about Debo Samuel of the San Francisco 49ers? That's right, this jersey can be yours. Courtesy of Betting Pros. All you got to do is drop a comment below. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at Fantasy Pros. That's it. Boom. You are entered to win. We're giving away these amazing jerseys all season long. But don't forget, click that little bell to it goes ding so you know every time a piece of content drops. And if you are the big winner of the Debo Samuel jersey. Let's keep going on with the waiver wire. And uh, as Pat mentioned, that waiver wire article is up already. We are always first to market, ready to rock and roll on the waiver wire. Let's talk about Zach Moss, Andrew Erickson, 56% rostered. Again, this guy is right on that precipice. You know, sometimes we don't talk about the players this highly rostered, but it's early yet. So we want to make sure that we are doing our due diligence. So Erickson, when it comes to Moss and the situation here with Indianapolis, especially, Uh, with uh, Anthony Richardson now with the concussion being questionable heading into week three. How do you approach Zach Moss's waiver wire value?
2: I want him. He played 98% of the snaps in week two. Like, like that is unheard of usage for a running back coming off a broken arm. Like, come (laughs) on. And he was productive with the touches that he got. So I would rather have him than Roshan because he's the starting running back. Like, And we saw with Garter Minshew, him coming in here. He was fine. Like Gardner Minshew has been a professional quarterback in the NFL for multiple years. If I was the Jets, I'd be like, Hey man, like how can we get Gardner Minshew over here? ASAP Rocky. So for me, (laughs) I think Moss is the guy that you want. If you need to start running back to plug in your lineup in week three, I I, I don't, I'm not sure what the matchup is, um, who the Colts are playing, but I I think that Moss just given the floor and volume that he's seeing in that offense, that doesn't really have a lot of playmakers. Like they want to run the football especially if Richardson has to miss. So for me, it's Zach Moss, because we still have two weeks away from Jonathan Taylor coming back. And who knows when he actually is eligible to come back off the PUP, if he's actually going to end up playing, given the contract, good into negotiations. So I like Zach Moss a lot.
0: All right. Uh, how much do you like him in terms of fab spend, Erickson?
2: Well, 16% seems like a good number to get, to be aggressive as Pat kind of alluded to with Roshan. So I'll say 16% for Zach Moss.
0: All right. Do you feel the same way as Erickson when it comes to Zach Moss fits?
1: Yeah, and uh, boy, it's interesting. I think Cam Akers and Dion Jackson are going to be playing Gin Rummy together all week because uh, <laughs> Dion Jackson talk about having the rug pulled out from underneath you. Like he's starting in Week One with with Moss still recovering from his broken arm, and then he is just a non-factor. As Erickson mentioned, uh, Moss played all but one offensive snap for the Colts yesterday. So the only issue with Moss is that he is he's definitely a band aid. Like, he's got a two-week window because uh, Jonathan Taylor, we had a report, I think it was last week, that Jonathan Taylor was uh, expected to pass a physical and report as soon as he was eligible to come off IR in week five. And as soon as Taylor's back, I mean, Moss, his, his fantasy value turns to dust. So, but we do have two weeks where we're going to get heavy Zach Moss usage. So I think mm. you have to calibrate this. Like if you have an urgent need, if you are, for instance, a Saquon Barkley stakeholder and, and mm. very likely looking at not having him for at least a week, maybe two, two weeks or longer, yeah, then I'd be a bit aggressively on Moss. I, I think like 16 18% would be warranted. Um, but for longer term investment, this might not be the droid you're looking for.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, let's continue to see some other droids. Maybe we want a uh, Chuba Hubbard right now is 24% rostered on sleeper fits. Uh, you know, this offense, we don't have necessarily the, you know, the, the, the most hope in. <laughs> I think there's so far. I think we were clear about that in the offseason, but we're also looking at trying to get, uh, you know, more running back depth. So how do you approach Hubbard, who seems like he might be one of these pieces that as the season goes on, he could prove to be a little bit more valuable?
1: Yeah, I'd be willing to go up to maybe, I don't know, 8 or 9% for him. I think he's a good guy to add if you have an overall depth problem at running back because I think he could be sort of a spackle back for you who can, um, like, have a little bit of playability every week. If you've got a hole to patch, you're not going to be super excited about Chuba Hubbard maybe his, oh, I don't know, 6 to 8 weekly PPR points, but it's better <laughs> than nothing, and uh, there's also, like, a little bit of lottery ticket value, because if anything were to happen to Miles Sanders, uh, Chuba's value would certainly spike.
0: All right. Erickson, when you're talking about Chuba Hubbard, uh, same thing. Pat mentions the potential for spike in value is now a good time to maybe bid on him. And if so, how much?
2: Yeah, I think that he's probably someone you can get probably pretty cheap. Like that's probably the way I would play it. I wouldn't bid super aggressively necessarily because I don't think you have to. Like you don't want to waste your valuable fab dollars, So I think for me, it's probably more in that 5% range, maybe a little bit lower, depending on how my league is aggressive on running backs. But I like how Fitz brought up, you know, Hubbard has some standalone mm-hmm. value. So you're not just getting zeros. Like he's not just like a straight handcuff. So like in deeper formats, if you went zero RB, you drafted JK Dobbins. I'm talking about one of my teams in the FFPC right now where I had to start, um, <laughs> Some really sad running backs this week. I, I wish I had you, Hubbard <laughs> on my team. Uh, but uh, that it would happens. be the approach I would use with Hubbard. And I think that he does have some
0: intrinsic upside. If so you're like, what happened f- to 3% range? Mouses. Is that where you're at?
2: Yeah, I just don't think people are super on Chuba Hubbard, especially hasn't played, you know, in week two yet. So I think that he's someone that I would try to (laughs) kind of sneakily add to the back of my bench.
0: He was somebody that I was sneakily drafting to all my teams, too, because I just was kind of waiting out that situation. Fitz, when it comes to Moss, you mentioned kind of in that 7% range, Chuba Hubbard in the 8% range. Do you think that, um, I mean, I guess from those percentages, Hubbard is the better long-term investment, right, in your opinion?
1: Yes, definitely. Obviously, because of JT, right? Yeah, if JT comes back, Moss is just worth nothing. He's droppable in week five if JT
0: comes back. All right. One more guy to talk about. It's probably why everyone's screaming at us. Why aren't you talking about Kyron Williams? What the hell are you guys doing? Well, we're not talking about Kyron Williams as much at the top because he's 63% rostered already on sleeper. So when you're looking at some of these players, you know, you have to understand that most of these guys are already on teams. So we want to make sure we're giving everybody the opportunity to look at some of the guys that are 50% or under 63 is a pretty high roster percentage. And he was a guy we did talk about at the end of last week's show. In case you missed that, you can go back and watch, but now the circumstances, I would say not a little bit different, but a lot of it different because cam Akers is the subject of trade rumors. Now, I don't know if he's in the doghouse and the trade rumors are because or like a separate thing, or if somebody said, hey, we want Cam Akers, and the Rams said, okay, we have to sit him out because we got a potential deal. And we can't have him get hurt. I don't know what's going on. Nobody knows what's going on. Uh, if only, you know, we, we, where, where's NFL insider uh, Andrew Erickson? Where do you need, like, come on, Erickson. Where, where aren't you? Uh, is your phone going off right now? What are you doing? Anyway, Kyron Williams, 63% rostered. Here's my question to you, Erickson. How aggressive do you want to be if he's still floating around there in your league? Because, look, 40% of leagues, he's still out there.
2: Yeah, I would be pretty aggressive trying to get him. Um, I'd probably even say north of 20 percent, 25 percent. He's a he played 95 percent of the snaps in week two. Like mm-hmm. Sean McVay has chosen his guys. Yes, <laughs> <It's> hookah. <has. Puka, laughs> it's Kyron Williams. And those are the guys he's rolling with this year until they get hurt <laughs> or anything like that happens. So, again, I, I am concerned about Kyron Williams, like how long he can keep this up. He's an undersized running back who's dealt with injury. So he's someone I almost kind of think about adding and flipping. For maybe a more stable asset long term, but I still want to get him on my roster because he has a lot of value that you can get in trade or just on your roster to plug in a hole. So, again, rather more than Zach Moss. So, I said 16% for Zach Moss. I'd probably say 25% for Kyron Williams. Again, he had 24 opportunities in week two. Like, no other Rams <laughs> running back is playing at all in this mm-hmm. offense. It's just Kyron Williams. And if anything, if Kyron Williams is already rostered, the next guy up is Ronnie Rivers. Like That's the next guy that Sean McVay has chosen for this Rams RB role because Cam makers is going to be out of the picture sooner rather than later. So in deeper formats, Ronnie Rivers is someone, hey, let me just throw him on the back of my bench. Ronnie Rivers had one game last year. We actually saw a significant amount of work because it was his game where Sean McVay chose him to be the RB1. So I would be aggressive on Kyle Williams. And in deeper formats, Ronnie Rivers looks like the next guy up.
0: A fascinating situation there. So uh, would you be... Pat number one, it, where Erickson is in terms of, hey, pick up Kyron Williams because he has value and then look to flip him. And then B, is Ronnie Rivers somebody for like for a buck, you should be sneaking underneath the waiver wire too and being really proactive.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe you could do that. It does seem like Ronnie Rivers is ahead of Zach Evans, their sixth round draft pick. So um, yeah, I mean Kyron is uh, like I Didn't ever think I would be willing to spend, like, 30% of my fab on Kyron Williams, who, uh, you know, I can remember him running the 40 at the Combine, and he was kind of a small guy to begin with, and as soon as, like, he clocked that 40 time, I was like, oh, boy. That does not bode well for his NFL future. Small and slow is generally not a good combination for an NFL running back. <laughs> but like he doesn't, he, he doesn't play all that slow. Like Kyron Williams no, looks
0: yeah, quick, quick
1: enough when he plays. So um and he he seems to fit in with what Sean McVay wants to do on offense. Like they are not going to be a ground and pound team. And uh, you know, with Kyron, you're you're not really showing your hand. Like you can uh, run or pass with Kyron Williams in your backfield, and maybe that's a little bit of the issue with acres mm-hmm. that like having him back there uh it seems like it almost telegraphs the run so i don't know um you've got a lead back floating around in some leagues maybe it's only 10 team leagues but um if i needed help that are running back yeah i would absolutely be aggressive in bidding for kyron williams
0: all right tell me who you're going to drop just say drop if you want to get rid of this player Dion jackson time to drop him or hold fits Dro- oh yeah drop Done. Uh Ericsson, Deion Jackson, drop or hold. Gone. Gone. Deonta Foreman, Erickson, drop or hold. Gone. Drop <laughs> Fitz. Gone. Deonta Foreman. Gone. Everyone everyone's cleaning house. How about Rashad Penny fits You wanna drop him too? Oh, man. Like, I, 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 I mean, feel Swift like this was so good the other night. I mean, I, I know this is a frustrating thing. I know. he's uh, Penny is
1: just nowhere on that depth chart. But, like, if we were to get an injury or two, we've got a guy who has been, like, the most efficient runner in the NFL for the last two years behind the I best know. offensive line in football. Well, you
0: can say hold then. If, that's, if it's a yeah, hold, I it's mean, a hold. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'll stash him away. Like, if you you know have shallow benches and you got to move, you got to move. But if you have deeper benches, I, I would like to hold on to Penny
0: a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> all right this is where Fitz is the voice of reason andrew erickson's gonna say drop go yeah. ahead
2: dropping him he, he, it's, <laughs> he's a week away he's a week away from a week away like when are you gonna know you can start penny it's like okay well swift's gotta get hurt all and right. then game's right. gotta get hurt and then boston scott's got like there's so many things that have to play out where okay now i can finally start rashad penny and i just think that's not a, a situation i want to be in do you want to bring up another one i think damien harris is someone you can drop like he's playing behind Latavius Murray.
0: Yeah, so that ain't good. If, if, if <laughs> ain't someone good.
2: is holding on to Damian thinking that, OK, if James, could, it's like you're just praying he scores a touchdown, which he did last week. And that's really hard to project on a week to week basis. So if you need to make a move, I think Damian Harris, who's rostered in a decent amount of leagues, I think that he's someone I would be OK moving on from.
0: All right. Uh, real quick. Uh, give me the name that excites you the most on this list. Justice Hill, Tajay Spears, Matt Breida, Devon A-Chain, Sean Tucker. Of those guys, Erickson, who would be the one that you'd want to go after? Is it Spears?
2: I think for immediate production, probably Hill, because he's the starting running back for the Ravens, um, okay. but
0: for long term, it would probably be Spears. How about you, Fitz, that that group, Hill, Spears, Burita, A-Chain, and Tucker?
1: I have to agree. I mean, as much of a fan of Devon A-Chain's game as I am, like, I don't see him getting a substantial role with the Dolphins. It just seems like maybe by the time... I don't know, I like yeah. If Mostert were to go down, I mean, Jeff Wilson's mm-hmm. going to be back soon, and then maybe Wilson gets the bulk of the the workload. So um, I think it's Spears. I mean, exciting lottery ticket. If anything were to happen to Derrick Henry, I mean, Spears would be a guy you would want to start every week.
0: Yeah, you looked good yesterday, that's for sure. All right, football is back and in full swing with another week of epic games. And who's got you covered in the action of every single one of them? DraftKings Sportsbook, that's who, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $5 on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's missing out on the action this season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two offers Every game day this September. So get in on the action yourself for week three in the NFL with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use that promo code FANTASYPROS to sign up. New customers bet just five bucks and take home 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code Pros. Don't forget Pros. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort KS. 21 plus age varied by jurisdiction. Boyd in Ontario, cdkng.co slash football for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply let's see if we can get some wide receivers that might be yours this week I want to start with a conversation about Jaden Reed Uh, Christian Watson out again last week Pat for your Green Bay Packers Uh, Jaden Reed continuing to get work in this offense he's just 19% rostered this is a player I picked up everywhere uh, last couple weeks and then this week I had to make some tough decisions and I had to drop him in one league and I was really Mm -hmm. mad about it and now I'm even more mad so what do you think about Jaden Reed is this a stash for a lot of people in the waiver wire they should be looking at
1: Yes, I think so, Joe. Um really exciting with the ball in his hands. That's the, the plus yeah. thing. Like this guy can make things happen, make big plays, doesn't necessarily need a lot of touches to uh, you know, score a lot of fantasy points, but the one thing I'd be a little cautious about is he is their third receiver, and even with Christian Watson out, like he has not been playing regularly in two receiver sets. So um, you, you're not going to get quite the snap participation, quite the route participation that you get with um, Romeo Dobbs, and and once he's back, Christian Watson. Like I think he's useful as maybe like a, a flex value type guy, but I don't know if the usage is quite um attractive enough for you to like rely on him every week as a, a week in week out starter
0: so like a five percent kind of bid on him because look bye weeks are going to be upon us before we know it yep. and i think he could be a very useful guy throughout that uh erickson how about Jaden reed for you because jordan love i think has played relatively well these first two games like i think if you're the packers right now you got to be looking and saying hey we could win this division because i think they can i know they lost this week but it was it was a close game they were in it it was on the road i think you know they go back home this week what do you think about Jaden reed
2: I love Jaden Reed. Loved him coming out of Michigan. I thought that he was a player that checked off a lot of boxes. And the fact that he's producing right from the get-go, I'm not surprised. So he's stepping up without Christian Watson in the offense. He's a t- team-high 25% target share of the first two weeks of the season. And he's not even playing a full allotment of snaps because he's really limited to that slot role in the offense. But with Christian Watson coming back, <laughs> that's going to impact more of the perimeter receivers, like the Wicks, like mm-hmm. the um, like Romeo Dobbs, like. That's kind of the targets he's looking at. And Christian Watson, like, yes, he's a super efficient receiver, but he's not like a volume hog. I I would say I would describe his style where Jaden Reed, that's been Jordan Love's guy. The last two weeks. Like he's the underneath guy. He's making splash plays because he's fast. So I like Jaden Reed a lot. I would go up to like 10%. I want him on my roster because I think he's just going to, he's just showing off how good of a player he is. And I want those guys during bye weeks where, okay, maybe it doesn't always shape out to be the right thing in terms of the targets, in terms of the matchup, but I know Jaden Reed is good. And through two weeks, that has been confirmed for me in the NFL. So I'm going to be more aggressive on, on Jaden Reed here. I like a 10% so on him.
0: 10, okay, I was going to ask you, so 10%, a little bit more. I, I kinda, I'm kind of i a little closer to Erickson's price. I think with buys, he becomes a really intriguing wide receiver. And look, we're still waiting for Christian Watson. And who knows what the guarantees are of when he's back healthy and, and how he looks. Rashid Shahid, another guy. I know Debro and I yesterday talked about him quite a bit. Um, <clears throat> I know he's playing tonight, so we'll see how it goes. But he is 45% rostered right now. Erickson... Is Shahid somebody, again, for that same concept of you want to build some wide receiver depth as we're going to start getting to buys in the next few weeks? Is this another guy you would have your eye on?
2: Yeah, I think so. Super efficient as a rookie, flashed in week one immediately. Even though he wears an atrocious number twenty two jersey, like I can't with these receivers <laughs> wearing twenty weird. numbers. Like it bothers this me. Should, but this needs I'm to glad be i you out saying it because
0: I'm always the old cranky guy here on the show. That I don't no. like when these guys are wearing the numbers that aren't no. in the '80s at wide receiver. It's horrible. Twenty two is terrible. I'm okay with the hor- the elevens and even the oh, single yeah. digits, but twenty two is ridiculous. Thank no. you.
2: It is atrocious. I thought it was Mark Ingram okay. running a wheel route, and I was like, "Wait, who is that? <laughs> oh wait, that's Rashid Jaheed. Sick. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he's been flashed and we know michael thomas is not necessarily someone you can rely on for the long term so an injury to him now you put shaheed right alongside chris olave when we see these guys play together we've seen mm-hmm. shaheed outproduce chris olave at times last year he's obviously caught the touchdown last week so i think that shaheed yeah definitely a good bench dash for me i'd probably put him at 10
0: percent as well okay Jane Reed. another one how about you fitz your feelings on shaheed
2: Yeah, I like
1: him a lot. Um, He is the third receiver in this offense, but, um, you know, the Saints do have the easiest schedule in the NFL. They are not going to face a lot of lockdown defenses this year. So um, that's another thing going in Shahid's favor, and he really does pass the eye test. I mean, like he had that Mm -hmm. off the charts efficiency. So, uh, you know, we stat nerds were digging Rashid Shahid before this year, but like you watch him play and the guy's just good. Like he could be a starting receiver on most other teams, but you know he's on a team that happens to have Chris Olave and Michael Thomas. Um, but as a third wheel, like he can still be fantasy viable. Uh, like I wouldn't feel wildly confident about putting him in my lineup right now. But boy, if anything were to happen to Thomas or Olave, uh, I think he's like an auto start every week.
0: So what's your percentage on Cheed?
1: Oh man, um, I could Three to go five? like. Yeah, something like that. And if I were desperate at wide receiver, I'd, I'd be willing to go up to seven, eight, nine.
0: Let's take a quick break in the action to tell you about the best way to buy tickets this summer and all year round. I love live events. Everybody who follows me on social media knows that I'm got the wrestling shows. I'm out at the concerts. I'm out everywhere. And you get all these fees for all these events and they suck. They just suck. You know it. I know it. Customer service is terrible. Coordinating with friends is just a hot mess. It's a nightmare. But then I discovered Fanimal. And the great thing about Fanimal is it's got tickets to everything. Concerts, festivals, basketball, baseball games, hockey games, and of course, NFL. And there's no fees. That's right. You heard me. No fees. The price you see is the price you actually pay. What a concept. Fanimal is the cheapest place on the internet to get tickets for anything you want to go attend. So we've all experienced how painful it is to coordinate events with friends and you always end up fronting a bunch of money, right? And then you're chasing down this guy or that girl to get reimbursed. And if they flake, then you're stuck with the bill, but not a Fanimal. No, no, no. At Fanimal, they have something amazing. They have the patented group purchase and that makes it easy to split payments with your friends so nobody's left holding the bag. You don't commit until your friends do. You just pick the seats, pick how many tickets you want, and you pay for yourself, not everybody else, and send the link to your friends to do the same. And when they join your group, everybody gets charged separately, and your tickets are secured. Plus, you could stack cash by inviting friends. Ten bucks every time someone joins your group. Ka-ching! Let's go. Oh, yeah. Phantom has amazing customer service, too. Don't forget about that. Take my word for it check out their hundreds of five-star reviews. And next time you need tickets, go right to fanimal.com or download the fanimal app and use that promo code fanimal pros. That's fanimal pros for $20 off your purchase. No fees, make it simple. Check out fanimal today and experience more. And now back to the action. Uh, Marvin Mims, I'm going to make Erickson wait to talk about Marvin Mims because I mean, Uh, fits uh, 21% roster for Mims. Uh, Look, two targets last week, uh, two receptions for nine yards. This past week, two targets, two receptions for 113 yards uh, and a score. So a little different day for Marvin Mims. Obviously, you know, we could talk about the Jerry Judy return, what that means. But is Mims somebody else at wide receiver that people should be paying attention to?
1: I don't think so, Joe. I mean, he... The snap and Rob participation, uh, you know, very minimal, like just didn't mm-hmm. play much and just happened to cash in big time on his opportunities in week two. So um, unless they were to, you know, and, and maybe Sean Payton does get desperate here with the Broncos 0-2 and sort of struggling on offense, unless there's some sort of major sea change, like where he decides to kick Cortland Sutton to the curb or something like that. I just don't know that we're going to see enough of Mims for him to be fantasy viable.
0: How about you, Erickson? I know you were a fan of Mims coming into draft season at the end, especially. Do you think that he is somebody people should throw a couple bucks on?
2: I mean, he's wide receiver five in terms of snaps on the depth chart. So you can't trust that. Like, you're just praying that he does. But is that just because he's a
0: rookie? Like, is that something that, look, they're 0-2, so they've got to try to do some other things, right? But but they didn't have Jerry Judy even playing a full
2: allotment of snaps, and they're just like, no, we're not going to play Marvin Mims more. Like, uh, the, and we saw it in the game. Like, they were winning because Martin Mims was making plays. He's like, get on the bench. Like, I, I, this Denver offense is a mess right now. Like, mm-hmm. it was super overvalued because of Sean Payton, like, coming in. Like, my magic touch. Ding, ding, ding. And two weeks in, 0-2. Oh, Great. Commander. Lost well, to the commanders leads. and and the Raiders. Like, yeah. are you serious? So, I, I, right now, I don't trust Sean Payton to get this offense going. Like, I, I, he is the one that's actually making me the most concerned about names his usage and even like the running backs like all of it it's just gross so well, for me uh, i just can't i can't hold him on my bench until i
0: see his snaps increase i mean they were winning decisively at half so maybe we should hang some on the defense a little bit too uh all right so um i just had a sip of puka juice it was very good by the way it's very good um and in honor of the puka juice let's talk about tutu atwell because he's just 32% rostered and i think he was I think it was that guy, Erickson, that everybody every year season week one and everybody goes, nope, that's the trap. I know this. The 2-2 Atwell can't possibly be a thing. Well, now it's two weeks. So Erickson at 32% is this a guy people should be adding is 2-2 Atwell a thing.
2: I think that I'd still rather have a lot of the other guys we talked about, like Reed and Shahid. Like Atwell's been in the league for a while, and he really hasn't had a, a massive role. And I think that he's the one that's most likely to lose out when Cooper Cup eventually returns to the offense. Like we've seen Atwell be in the offense. he was kind of productive at the end of last year, so he's kind of carrying that over a little bit this year. I think that if you're looking to start someone like immediately, OK, I think that he kind of fits into that kind of Zach Moss mold but more of at the wide receiver position. So you're just looking to kind of fill a hole. Right. Because I think that his long term outlook's probably not as great. Again, obviously like a Puka, where he's a rookie and he's immediately smashing. Atwell's been in the league for a little bit, and I think it's just kind of benefiting a little bit just from how fast paced, how many how many plays the Rams are running. Like Matthew Stafford just like basically doing everything in his will <laughs> yes. to get this ball down the field to his receivers. So um I mean, I have to imagine like Higby's going to see his targets. Increase eventually at some point, and that could hurt Atwell as well. But I think for right now, he's probably just a band aid ad, the way that uh, Fitz described Zach.
0: Well, man, this is a pretty good band aid because this is eight targets week one, nine targets week two, 119 yards week one, 77 last week. uh Fitz, your thoughts on Tutu Atwell? Should people be looking to add him, or to Erickson's point, is he more just a, uh, I guess, like a band aid on that temporary situation if you're waiting on wide receivers to get healthy or start to produce?
1: Yeah, I'm surprised about how excited I am about Tutu Atwell because I'm a noted sizist, especially in <laughs> dynasty leagues with my wide receivers. And You know, when you've got a guy who is uh, 165 pounds, basically the size of my average-sized high school-age son, and... 5'9". Um, 5'9", like, nine.
0: Nine, 165, yeah. I see
1: right here. And I mean, this guy's usage has been terrific, and like... I feel like it's going to stick and and Erickson makes a good point with his framing about like the short-term value versus the long-term value but at the same time I mean they sent Cooper Cup halfway across the country to see a specialist about his hamstring like I am not under the illusion that Cooper Cup is just walking right back in week five as soon as he's eligible to come off IR good as new uh I'm I'm betting the over on a week five return like I I, and I don't know what point it's going to be I mean it could be like November
0: so, um, so give me the give me the percentage and how aggressive do you want to bid on Tutu Atwell? Because from your perspective, you think this could be somebody that we're talking a month worth of productivity, where Erickson's talking maybe a week or two.
1: You could get him for seven or eight, and I would not feel guilty about that expenditure. I love the way they've been using him. I love how like. Sean McVay uses him a jet motion to get Tutu a right. running start and get him open like it's exciting Tutu is definitely a part of the Sean McVay game plan for 2023 which has been a lot more exciting than we thought it was going to be so uh you know I'm in on two two
0: all right Eric so what was your percentage on two 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 just uh, Tutu two 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 that was a lot of two twos there in one I'll go you
2: know, in with eight percent
0: Okay, 2-2 as well, 8% there for Erickson, so there you go, both around 8%, so even though different perspectives, same amount of fab, what's a beautiful thing, all right, who do we want to drop at wide receiver? Darnell Mooney, Erickson, you want to drop him? Yes. Drop. Fitz, you're shaking your head, yes, all right, we're dropping him. Alan Lazard, are we going to drop him? (sighs)
1: No Rodgers, no fantasy value for Alan Lazard, period.
0: No woman, no cry. Erickson, you want to drop Alan Lazard?
2: Yes. 100% okay.
0: percent drop. There you go. Garrett Wilson did have that touchdown, much to everyone. I, we were burying Garrett Wilson. One of his
2: two catches.
0: One of his two catches. <laughs> but like that's the that's the thing. Like that's why you don't bench him completely. But the value of him as a wide receiver three, it's clear. Like if he doesn't have that minute, right? He doesn't have that moment where something really Special happens where I mean, he taps a ball to himself for a touchdown or he gets loose and that one defender falls down. And, and <laughs> in like that one device you said, that's two a receptions. that's a
2: totally sustainable formula. For oh, totally sustainable. <laughs>
0: look, but I mean, look, you got an extra week to trade him now. That's how I look at it. It's like, hey, you got another uh, touchdown out of him. You could say, look, he's got two touchdowns in two games with Zach Wilson. <laughs> Tell that to somebody who doesn't watch or really understand what's going on. Uh, wide receiver worth adding, I want to throw out this name too. Tank Dell had him in DFS yesterday. He was a free square. Erickson, should people be watching Tank Dell in the waiver wire? Because he is just 20% rostered, too.
2: I would 100% add Tank Dell. He played more snaps than Nico Collins did. He had more targets than Nico Collins did. And this was his first game, like, as a full-time player in the Texans offense. CJ Stroud threw for 340 yards. Like see just got good.
0: Don't remind so, me. I and, sat him in a league because I was worried about the shoulder, and that was a giant, giant mistake so, that I made. So. And, and
2: I believe that they're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars in week three. Who that is correct. Has secondary that I am not afraid of whatsoever. So I think that Tank Dell's is going to continue to to feast. Like honestly. So Alex, oh, like so give a me a
0: number. Give me a number on Dell real quick. Ten percent. Ten percent. I know you're a little less enthusiastic, Fitz, about Tank Dell, but uh I'm gonna just take over the big pot energy there with Erickson. We're just gonna keep plowing through here. No bad words about Tank Dell, little Tank Dell. He's adorable. All right, let's go to the quarterback streams, tight ends, and defenses before we close things out here with the waiver wire priorities of the week and a listener mailbag. Let's go through these real quick. Give me the quarterback fits that you want to stream this week potentially in week three.
1: I'm gonna stick with Derek Carr. Uh, against the Packers and 40% like it's just man I mean the long-term playability of Derek Carr with that soft schedule and I think this is going to continue to be kind of a pass heavy offense and I love the weapons
0: he has around him all right how about you Erickson do you have a streaming QB you like this week so far
2: well I mentioned him earlier but I like Stroud like Mm -hmm. Stroud is just ripping the ball downfield he's hitting his receivers he showed that when he's facing bad defenses he can rip it up and we know that their defense can't stop anybody so Jacksonville's going to put up points so i think cj stroud's gonna have to put up points too so i like stroud
0: erickson how about a streaming tight end you like this week who is it
2: i mean is hunter henry still available i mean hunter henry keeps catching touchdowns left and right i, I like <laughs> hunter henry as a uh, a guy that you could potentially stream and then if not probably going back to luke musgrave just like really good usage in the green bay packers offense playing all the snaps not a ton of receptions and targets in week two but had opportunities he's out there. And that is honestly what you're kind of looking for when you're really streaming tight ends at the bottom of the barrel.
0: Fitz, how about you for a streaming tight end week three? Who do you have your eye on?
2: Those are
1: my two as well. Musgrave and Henry. And uh, you know, excited about the Musgrave use. The only thing is you can't cannot use Musgrave this week against the Saints. So I guess it's got to be Henry. Like the Saints were murder on tight ends in 2022. And so far again this year, like in week one, they shut out Chigo Conquo. Um, So not Musgrave this week. I like him longer term this week. Yeah, go with Hunter Henry. I mean, like he's really heavily involved in the uh, Patriots passing game. Mm -hmm.
0: Fitz, how about on the streaming defense side? Anybody uh, really pop out to you? I look at it, oh. and I had another good week defensively. I had them in DFS this week. They've been pretty good. The Colts, two weeks in a row, been pretty good. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, the Chiefs are surprisingly lightly rostered. I guess I understand <laughs> it coming off a game against the Jaguars. They get the Bears already in mm. two games. Justin Fields has thrown three interceptions and taken 10 sacks this was the most jones
0: is back and chris
1: jones is back yeah and fields was the most frequently sacked quarterback in 2022
0: he is a sack magnet so take the chiefs all right erickson any streaming defenses you think might be worth adding this week
2: i mean i concur with the chiefs i mean they're i think they're i think their opening line was like 12 and a half point favorites <laughs> against the bear like it is it is a bad look for chicago right yeah. now and the fact that fields is he's just a sack machine man <laughs> like i don't know what he's waiting for for things to happen so it's just there's such a high floor with the chiefs in terms of sacks that they could generate especially if they're playing with a massive lead so i would say them and then if not, um, Jacksonville. Is up there. They got dropped because they're playing, they were playing the Chiefs this week. So they're playing the Texans. I got to talk about Stroud, but you're just looking for dropbacks, looking for opportunities right. for interceptions, sacks, and the, the Texans still have a really bad offensive line.
0: And don't forget, everybody, when you download my playbook, you have all these tools available, including the waiver wire assistant that will help you find these guys in all your leagues who's available. And then you can go add them. You can also check up on Fantasy Pros. The waiver wire column is out. We have a ton of waiver wire content every single Monday for you to dive into. And even the live stream on Tuesdays, 3 p.m. Eastern here on the show. So if you've got questions, we've got answers. Ask us on the show. We'll tell you about it. Uh, all right. Let's go through the waiver wire priorities of the week for those people who don't play with the fab fits. Give me the top five guys in the order you want to add them.
1: All right. It's Roshan Johnson at the top um, with the possibility of, you know, usage spike maybe coming down the road to two, out. Well, number two for me. Like, I think he is far and away the best wide receiver you can add right now. Chuba Hubbard. Number three, and uh, you know, slightly ahead of Zach Moss. If you do need that immediate help, maybe you bump Moss ahead of Chuba. Um, and then, boy, I'm really torn on number five. Like, I could go any number of ways here. Uh, I could go with another running back, but let's say, ah, I guess
2: I'll say Rashid Shahid.
0: Okay, Shahid. Uh, for you, uh, Andrew Erickson, what's that order look like?
2: So I'm gonna go with. So Kyron Williams would be one if he's still mm-hmm. available. Probably then Zach Moss and then Jaden Reed, Roshan Johnson. And then my last guy would be probably Rashid Shaheed.
0: Okay. Let's close things out here with the listener mailbag. Again, our discord is free to join fantasypros.com slash chat. That's where you can hang out with us and premium membership gets you access to a whole lot more. So when you go premium, you get access to our stages, our AMAs. And of course, higher level tools in the my playbook app as well as some other perks so go premium today at fantasy pros again fantasypros.com slash premium here you go this is from jmg24 who is the better stash shaheed or jalen warren uh fits your thoughts on this question
1: jalen warren for me i'm always going to okay. lean running back on stash um you know i'm a bigger believer in naji harris than i think erickson is and then uh then Debro is for sure but that said uh I could be wrong on that one and um I'm I'm starting to think uh the Steelers are gonna like try to run the offense through their running backs because maybe the the passing game is just not ready for prime time after all based on what we saw in week one so um yeah I think Jalen Warren like potential lottery ticket if anything happens to Najee and, and maybe there's a chance he aces out Najee on the merits
0: okay Erickson do you agree
2: Yep, Jalen Warren for me. I'd rather stash the running back. It's just easier to plug him in if Najee gets hurt. Just automatic start him as opposed to Shaheed, where you're like, uh eh, do I start him this week?
0: Boom or bust. I'd rather have the running back. There you go. Continue to hit that waiver wire and hit it hard, everybody. There's championships to be won. Use the waiver wire assistant. Over on my playbook. Also, don't forget about that Debo Samuel jersey we're giving away. So if you want to win that, subscribe to our YouTube channel, drop a comment below, click the bell till it goes ding, and then you're entered to win. That's all you got to do. And also another fun thing to do is go sign up today at DraftKings using that promo code Fantasy Pros. Five dollars will get you two hundred instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with that promo code Fantasy Pros. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on for Andrew Erickson and Pat Fitzmaurice. I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Pros Football Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fantasy Pros and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasypros.